Hi guys, welcome back to Conversations, the podcast. I'm going to let you introduce yourselves to my audience before we get into today's topic. Okay. So we're going to do alphabetically, so Abel, you can go first. Um, how in-depth is this uh, introduction? Should I just say my name and who I am? Or just like very brief. Very brief. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, got it. Um, my name is Abel Omeza. I am, um, I guess, a U of University of Manitoba alumni and uh, practicing architectural designer right now. And um, what else? What else is there to me? That's pretty much it right now. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, that's On me. On a scale of one to ten, how do you feel today? How I do feel you feel great. about the podcast? Um, it's a bit scary, but I'm good. I like, I like, I'm comfortable with fear. Okay. That's, yeah. that's good. Um, over to you, Blessed. Hey, um, my name is Blessed. Um, I'm a student at the U of M, taking psychology, and I'm a part-time barber. Oh, nice. Yeah. And you on a scale of one to ten, how how good do you feel? Um, I feel pretty good. I'll say uh eight point five. Pretty confident. Right. Pretty nice. good. No pretty <laughs> Well, thank you guys for being here. Um, if you're listening, I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I don't like, I'm so nervous. I don't know why. Like, this is crazy because I've been doing this for like for a time. So I don't know why. I think I started to think of it too much. Like yeah. maybe 10 minutes before I'm like, okay, I have to record with two guys. So Wait, Have you had two guys on before? No. Well, just oh, okay. Maybe that's why. Yeah, just one guy. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Is that because my previous guest, I think I haven't spoken to her prior to us recording i like we haven't spoken in or we hadn't spoken in like years so for me it was just like maybe i was worrying about the conversation being dead Mm -hmm. so maybe i started to think of it like that but um we'll just we'll just push through but today um i just have a couple things to ask you guys and just talk to you about or even listen to your perspective um one thing I've noticed, like not even intentionally, but I've noticed that my conversations tend to gravitate towards the emotional side. So I'm going to start by asking you guys a very simple question. Do men cry? Okay. Yeah. Men cry. Let's say you go first. Okay. <laughs> do men cry? Men cry. Okay. Why why do you think I asked you that question? Um, because Obviously, there's the stereotype that we do not cry, mm-hmm. but we actually do cry. Okay. Yeah. Abel, just, what do you think? I guess we just don't cry in public as much. Oh, as do you cry in public? Um, psh, no, no, <laughs> no, I mean, no. Why? Um, because it's not. Um, <laughs> or not, like, just, just see good. how you feel. That's fine. It's, it's going to get intense real quick, but um. Yeah. Okay, I've cried once in public, okay. but I didn't. I didn't cry in a way that people would like see me cry. You know, like you didn't call attention to yourself. Yeah, it was like a very silent, silent mm. cry. You know, because mm. at that point, like I guess the the emotional load and the mental load load was just a lot. Okay. But, um, generally, I guess it's not. Um, yeah, a man a man crying in public is not. Um, could be detrimental to him. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Eva, what do you um, think? 
To answer the original question, yeah, that's absolutely correct. Men cry. I've seen men in my life cry. I, I've cried myself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to buttress um, Blessed's point, it's, we like, I don't know, just the way we grow up and the way, you know, the way society views us or how we get socialized, yeah. it is kind of weird to cry in public. So when I think back to all the situations where, you know, either men in my life, influential men in my life or me, I have cried. It's been with people that I really trust. So it's mm-hmm. around, you know, my girlfriend or family. You know, it's never, you know, hey, I failed my test in class and I'm hysterically crying. Not those kind of tears, you know. It's yeah. more, you know, with people that I really, really trust and in kind of close environments, I'll say. But absolutely, men do cry, for sure. Okay, so like with the public um, emotion thing, do you think it has to do with the way you were brought up as a kid? Because like even you saying you cried to like your closest family or your your girlfriend. Like for me, I know I've cried in class so many times. I can't even count. Like I cry in public. I don't even care. Like I will cry. But the thing is like for men, it's different. And I know it's different. But like for you saying that you don't really you haven't really done that. Let me not say you don't. Like, you haven't really yeah. done that. Do you think it's just, like, a personal thing or the way you grew up or society has shaped that way of thinking for you? Um, For me, I will say it's all of them, right? So mm-hmm. I think about it this way. Like, what is the emotion that brings you to tears? It's some sort of, you know, pain. There are many things that can, can drive you to tears, right? Yeah. And it's, it's always very context-specific. So let's say something really like you know something that can bring me to tears is happening to me and i'm in a public space mm. i can't even get myself to feel it fully because mm. automatically in my head i'm like okay i'm in public my friends oh, are here conscious. What is okay exactly so i won't even feel that emotion fully to even get to the point of tears but if yeah. it's in a, in a different place maybe it's more you know more controlled like i can remember maybe a funeral so i know that nobody there cares if I cry that you're not going to laugh at me it's not a social group where you're you know you don't want to look like the uncool guy amongst your friends then you're more free and you're you're, because you know there's no fear of judgment it's like when when it was you know somewhere where I'll say high stakes you know and this was like being a teenager growing up you're like you're crying you're a guy you're crying why like you know that type of thing so that's how I think about it yeah yeah like how um like I, I agree completely completely with Abel, right? Um yeah. I guess all those factors play a role in why um, most men wouldn't cry in public. Um so there's the societal factor, yeah, like the personal, your ego factor. There's um and I guess there's psychological factors as well, right? Um yeah. and then there's the opposite sex factor, which I would say is the society factor. Yeah. I know when we say society, that's um it's pretty vague. Well, society is simply, it's just me and you, right? I know that if I cry in public, the boys are not going to reinforce that and the women wouldn't reinforce that either. Mm. So it's not, um, it's not, I guess at the end of the day, it's not profiting me to cry in public. In most yes. yeah. Yeah. And from what I'm um, even getting from this is like, it's where you feel safest or yeah. safe. Yeah. Like it's that safe space for you as well. It's like yeah. crying in public. What is like, no, if nobody comes up to you or asks you like, what's going on? Yeah. How does that benefit you? Right. And so it's just yeah. showing your emotion where you feel it's going to be catered to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like what, what, what's the end goal of what I'm doing? Like I remember yeah. a few days ago, I went to the ATM 
and there was a girl like using it beside me and she was hysterically crying on the phone with someone and mm-hmm. like i was just thinking about it i was like like no matter what was going on i wouldn't do what she's doing right now but i can't really mm. explain like the pain she's going through but i was yeah. just like i'll wait i'll go home like you know something will just hold tears back till you know I am in a space where I feel like I can do it. What and if you can't control it, though? Do you feel like you can control it every time? Because, like you said, you can't express, like you can't explain what she was going through. Some things are just heavy, and heavy. how how much we try to control our feelings or our emotions, like sometimes we can't help it, yeah. right? Yeah, so, like, I'll so say, you feel, do you feel like you can I, control it every time? Or? No, no. So I, I wouldn't put it like control. So it's more like. I, something happens right the thing mm-hmm. that's meant to bring me to tears happens and mm-hmm. i'm not in the space where i can cry i feel like mm-hmm. i'll channel it differently mm-hmm. so for me i'll probably like i tend to go back into myself like i'll get quiet just mm-hmm. you know listen to music i'll mm-hmm. just try to do something else yeah. to process those feelings than cry because i'm in public it's like just being in a space where everybody else is yeah. automatically just inhibits me from crying i'll say yeah but like for her she felt so comfortable she was just crying she didn't care like mm-hmm. she was having an ugly cry face she did not even i was not present there she was just crying so that's actually me <laughs> <laughs> that's actually me like i just uh if i if i if i'm just like so emotional to, I, I mean i don't know about crying at an atm but like just i know i've cried in public a couple of times yeah but yeah i guess every month for himself (laughs) yeah it is um i don't know i think we kind of answered this question even in the the first with the first question asked we've answered this but are you guys i don't know if the correct way to phrase this is are you in tune with your feelings or are you in touch with your feelings Mm, i mean I would say I'm in tune with my feelings because, like, personally, I'm introspective, right? So I'm okay. like, if I feel an emotion, I'm like, okay, what am I feeling? And why mm. am I this way, you know? Um, but at the end of the day, I guess it boils down to, um, for guys, there's just, a, there's just a way that we handle those emotions. Mm-hmm. Like what I said earlier, earlier um, if he's in public and he's feeling an emotion, he's not going to, think about that feeling long enough to cause him to cry there, you know? Okay. So it's like, I know what I'm feeling right now, but I'm going to keep that feeling. I'm going to distract myself. In fact, it's a fact that guys tend to distract themselves when they feel down. Mm. So we'll go, we'll go play sports or we'll go look at our phones or something, but we'll yeah. ourselves feel that emotion in a place that's not safe, quote unquote, you know? And, um, but yeah, I would say I'm in tune with my emotions. Um, I don't know about other guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? For me, yeah, no, definitely. Like, I tend to be a very sensitive person. I'm very, like, sensitive to, you know, emotional things. But, like, I process them differently, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always very aware of, like, what I'm feeling. In, in any relationship I have, like, with family, with my friends, with people, like, mm-hmm. I know when something is not right. Mm-hmm. And my way of approaching it is usually different. I'm not the first to speak about it. Oh, something's wrong here. There's, I'm not very, uh, what do they call it, confrontational about mm-hmm. anything. I, I, I always want to watch to make sure I'm not making any crazy assumptions. Yeah. So I need to, I need time with everything I'm feeling. But I'm definitely in tune and it's be, it's become better as I've grown older. 
Mm-hmm. I'll say when I was younger, definitely I was more rash and just, you know, doing everything on a whim. But as I've grown older, I definitely think my emotional intelligence has gotten better for sure. Oh, that's good. Well, let me take it to a bit of like a family background um, uh, setting. Do you guys or did you guys grow up in an ego, ego driven household? You know, like as Nigerians, we hear things like, oh, men don't cry or be a man or I have to be strong for my woman, things like that. So do you feel like you grew up in that type of household? It doesn't even have to be your immediate family, but even your friends or like the people closest to you growing up. Did you ever experience that type of um, um, or were you ever around that type of setting when you were younger or growing up? Um, Yeah, I'll say yes to a certain extent. Right. Um, Okay. For example, um, there are certain situations where my dad would be like, um, my dad's a good man, a very good man. But there are certain situations where my dad would be like, um, sometimes you need to um, you need to keep your frame. I guess that's what he was trying to say, like keep a masculine mm. frame so that yeah. he take advantage of you, right? And he would tell me that when I was younger, you know. But I think it made more sense um, when I grew up. You know, he would say things like, like, don't be too smiley, you know, like smile, but don't be smiley in every situation because okay. people could take advantage of you. Um, so to a certain degree, I agree with him. Um, but yeah, that's just one aspect. With my mom, my mom's approach was more like um, fight for yourself, you know. Okay. So if you're trying to get bullied, fight back. You know, I remember when I was a child, um, on my, there was this kid bullying me on my streets. And um, so I'll go home, I'll cry, I'll report to my mom. My mom's like, if this kid touches you again, make sure you throw him into the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, um, uh, next week, I threw that boy into the gutter. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> and the funny thing is that in that situation, my dad's approach was no. My dad's approach was turn the left cheek, you know. Okay. But in another situation, my dad was like, oh, don't be too smiley you know so it's i guess it was a complex mix from both both parties yeah and even from what i'm hearing it sounds it wasn't even a thing of ego Mm -hmm. it was more of like maybe raising you to be a fighter and like more independent in a way if that's the if that's the correct word yeah so it it wasn't bad that and also like considering our nigerian society right Mm -hmm. certain areas are rough you know yeah that's true you know so yeah okay um for me um to answer the question which was like the kind of you know environment i grew up in right like mine i don't think i grew up in the like in hindsight now i'm thinking about i don't think i grew up in the typical nigerian household where it's like there's like this ego power dynamic you know dad mom like i grew up both my parents are entrepreneurs so like they didn't they never worked for anyone. They were always like at home most of the time and just on their own timetable. My yeah. mom has a business. My dad is a, like a into building, like he's a like contractor, but he was an entrepreneur, so he ran his own business. So what I observed was that they shared the power almost equally. And my dad is actually much older than my mom, almost 10 years. Oh, but wow. like there was the, the dynamic was not like this patriarch you know big man runs the whole show type of thing it's like my mom 
took a lot of responsibilities to at certain times, just depending on what I mean. I mean, the early times when I have three brothers, when she was still giving birth to my younger ones, mm-hmm. you know, my dad was kind of running the show. But after she stopped childbearing and you know continued her business, there were times where it was her. Like my dad would actually just be chilling. So I think he gave me. But then again, I had a next door neighbor. Uh, we were close family friends, which, which was a more typical Nigerian home. It was a Muslim family, a man with three wives that were like his subordinates. He was like a king in his house. Yeah. Like 11 children. It was crazy. And it was fun to watch. They were all my friends and it was interesting. But like, so I saw, I've seen the two dynamics. Yeah. But I'll say from my own personal experience with my parents, I really learned to respect women because I saw my mom, like, you know, take on so much responsibility and just be a leader and like a, a like a kind of boss in her own right mm-hmm. and you know the, dyma- the dynamic that they had was very very interesting yeah and like you did you feel like she equally had a say absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah for sure and, for, and at the same time she really respected him like there was no disrespect like mm-hmm. they made decisions together she yeah. still i was she, i was saying in a way she was still submissive like what we call so-called submissive but yeah, it was just interesting, like what what they how they did it. Yeah, that's good. Sometimes I feel like as much as we try to, especially like with our generation, as much as we try to beat gender roles and like, oh, a man is supposed to do this, a woman is supposed to do that. Yeah. Um, in a way, I do feel like naturally we're different, right? Mm-hmm. So there are some yeah. things that a man just naturally is going to be and is going to do and a woman just naturally is going to be and is going to do and I, I don't know how you guys feel about that but <laughs> i try not to i try not to limit a woman to specific things but at the same time it's like women are naturally just nurturing right yeah men are i don't want to say stronger but they're strong and they i don't know i don't know the words but i don't know if you guys feel this way as well so like for me i try to like i think about that a lot it's like okay as much as we try to break down this like oh there's gender roles like there's women are supposed to do this men are supposed to do this it's like we also have to acknowledge that we're still different right yeah, yeah. I, would, I would agree like absolutely because in my situation i saw them complement each other like mm-hmm. my mom is as feminine a woman as you get, mm-hmm. but she still, she still had masculine traits, right? She's yeah. not a shy, like laid back, um, mm-hmm. housewife type of woman. She was okay. always working. My dad is a masculine man, but he's very sensitive. Like he's a, he's a, I just realized that he's a cancer. He's like, you know, he's very, you know, caring and nice. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't, I think the more as we evolve, yeah. like you begin to realize that this thing is a spectrum. It's not fixed in place. Like, I agree with you, like, and totally with each other that, like, like I, I, see, I, I see the movement of trying to, you know, collapse the rules totally. Yeah. But I think there's a place for them without it being, um, in a way, what I say, in a way, um, perverse, like you know, and anybody abusing, you know, because, like, to both sides, you can see extremes, like, where, you know, either women are pushing it to the extreme or men yeah. are pushing back. I yeah. feel like it's a spectrum and we can all work together and we have the things we are better at. Like my mom taught me emotional intelligence, taught me to be sensitive. My dad was more strict, taught me to be a man. And mm. I love, I got the balance from both of them. I think that is how it should be. Yeah, yeah. that's good. No, I agree. I like, I agree with you guys, man. 
I think the people that are trying to do away with the rules do not understand how they came about, right? Mm. I don't think rules just, um, I don't think some men just sat down somewhere and like, okay, women, y'all are going to do this and then men are going to do this, you know? Yeah. I feel like there's some natural um, instinctive traits that we have, you know? As a man, most men are bigger than women, which means that most men might um, engage in like the phys- the more physically demanding tasks, right? Okay. And I just feel like also innately men have like a protective nature. You know, you want to protect what's yours. You, mm. know? you want to protect your territory. So, um, so naturally we're going to act in that way. You know? Yeah. So with rules, I feel like those natural traits just put us set us apart into set different rules, and those rules existed for a while. Mm. Now, we in this generation, we look back and I guess some people have created an unfair image of what the past was. So people in this current generation, we think that, oh, those rules are just made to oppress women. Mm. When, well, when we do not know if those rules came about um, through a natural process, right? Yeah. So I guess my point is we're trying to do away with something that we do not really understand and something that if we do away with, we might like destroy the 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 structure of society that we already have. Yeah. 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 That's true. And a lot of people to just ignore things that are there, like especially now where feminism is like such a big thing. If you say, "Oh, a woman is nurturing by nature," it's like, "Oh my god!" Like, are you trying to say women are weak? Are you, like this, this, and it's like, no, it's just there. Like, it's natural. Even with me, I feel like one thing. I don't know if I picked this up from my mom or it's just it's just something that just came like naturally with me. But at the same time, my mom was always when I was younger, she would always put me in the kitchen, take me to the market with her. And she never did that with my brothers. So yeah. I don't like my own case is very confusing i feel like i haven't figured it out yet but at the same time i just naturally like to to, even amongst my friends like some of them would tell you i'm like a mother like i just like to take care of people even with my brothers i treat everyone like a baby i don't know why um and like even just why I, i I, I hate to say this, but like wife things, like cook, clean, those things, I just like to do it. But I don't know. I guess like for me, I'm still figuring it, figuring out if like it's because I was taught to do those things. Yeah, or it's just, yeah, yeah, or it's just like yeah. the way around. No, um, honestly, it's 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 hard to make a, a distinction between nature and nurture, right? Because obviously, mm-hmm. you're nurtured to do those things. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think. My problem is that some a lot of times we do not know what's nature or nurture. Okay. But like I'm in psychology, right? And all the time, every difference that we see between men and women, they always say it's socialization. Mm. I'm like, well, how do you guys know it's not innate, right? Yeah. But um, at the same time, though, I feel like there is a lot of socialization. Like your case is not unique in the sense that a lot of girls are socialized to, you know, to be nurturers, you know. Yeah. Like, to be wifey. Hope, yeah. <laughs> wife you're wife material. To, you're material. You know. I hate and, that. And I was socialized to to take care of the house. You yeah. Know? Like if there was no fuel, I'll go and get fuel for the gen. If the gen is spoiled, we're fixing the gen. Yeah. If, um, if the the pipes are broken and water is pouring, we're trying to find solution for that. But our primary role was not to fix anything in the kitchen, you know. If gas needed, if they needed gas in the kitchen, then we'll go get it. So we had different tasks, you know. It worked. Um, 
but yeah, that's just my. Um, I I think for me, like I think about it, like like I, I I believe in things changing, right? I don't think cultures or the way we think should stay, you know, locked in time and never evolve. So. Mm-hmm. When I hear about all the modern movements and like I look at it, I'm like, okay, interesting. Like I like how they are thinking. I understand the reason and the need for pushback. Yeah. Even though sometimes I think it's extreme. Because I believe like now, if I was to raise kids, I want to give my kids every choice, like put everything on the table, make my female kids play sports, mm-hmm. make my male kids cook. All I want yeah. to see is their interest. What do they gravitate towards? Because mm-hmm. I can have a I can have a, a male child that likes to cook. Mm-hmm. And what is wrong with an amazing male chef cook? There's right. nothing wrong with that. I can, like, I can have a female child that wants to become a UFC fighter. <laughs> and that's like, this is a very boy thing to do. But what's wrong with that? They're female UFC fighters, right? So I just feel yeah. even our parents didn't have all the tools they needed. Yeah. They were training us based on their own experiences. Yeah. So it was still limited. But like, if we know better, we can, you know, do better. And why not put everything on the table? You yeah. create a more optimal human being. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Uh, that's a fair point. Honestly. Um, I feel like they kind of made the choice. Yeah. A lot of Nigerian parents, they made that choice. Okay, you're a girl, go into the kitchen. Or mm. like, if it's if it's not even determining, determining the rules, it's more of, oh, if the guy is having emotional issues, the dad is supposed to speak to him. Like, why can't a mother speak to her son? if he's like going through things why does it have to be the mother speaking to the girl and the dad speaking to the boy so oh. it's like those type of um like and, and the thing is it's definitely a function of the information they had growing yeah. up like that was the world that they lived in like think about it like we're talking about parents so they lived in like war time yeah. men were drafted to war the women and kids were left back it's like yeah. in our own lifetime, we've not seen any war. Like none of us, they've not drafted any of us to go to. Like the world has changed, so we yeah. should evolve with the times, you know. So sometimes I don't like to really blame them. I just like to look at it like, okay, we have better information now. The world is yeah. changing, and we can take a different approach, you know. Yeah, guys, I have a question here. Yeah, so, shoot. Is there any value in men being masculine and women being feminine? Like, is there any is there any value for? men being primarily masculine and women being primarily feminine? I think so, yes. Yeah. And like, I don't know, what, what would you say the value is in that? I was having, I was having this conversation with my friends the other time and I just feel like, um, every, like, to me the most important thing in the world that keeps it, you know, that keeps it sane is balance. Yeah. We've done so many global experiments throughout time and we've seen that whenever you skew too much to any extreme yeah you, you begin to see so many holes like okay let's use um free market capitalism versus socialism mm-hmm. now it's, it's coming again but we've done it before and mm-hmm. the result was millions of people dead in the 20th century mm-hmm. if you say like now we're talking about masculinity and femininity i think like what whoever whether you believe in god you don't believe in god whoever created this world that we live in now mm. there's a reason for both so i think they are equally important mm. so i agree that you know there's a need for both of them you know to exist right. so that we can have a balanced world if mm. we skew towards one more or decide to break the rules and say because think about it like Mm-hmm. These are things that have evolved over millions and millions and millions mm-hmm. of years. Right. Then you you have some sort of feelings now in 2021 and you want to destroy the whole structure of reality. 
I don't mm-hmm. just logically, if you're just logical reasoning, I don't think that would create a good outcome. So that's how I tend to think about these things, just balance. And when anything starts to get tyrannical or becoming too forceful, yeah. I just think, you know, it, it applies everywhere. Politics, red versus blue, mm-hmm. you know, the same argument. Everything is somewhere in the middle. The sweet spot is there. Good meets evil. Light meets darkness. Like, that's just how it works. That's how I think about it. Yeah. yeah. Before Abel answered, I was going to say yes, but I don't know how to explain it. But <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. I think I agree. When there's balance, everything just, it makes so much sense and it works well. So, um, yeah. That's, that's my answer to that. So my next question for you guys, what is your definition of being a man? You can take a minute to think about it. <laughs> Same thing. It's a, it's a heavy question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me go. Because I won't lie. This is something I've been thinking a lot about for myself, my personal yeah. self. And, you yeah. know, I, I tend to think about this a lot. Like, I feel like the world has is changing at a rate that we almost cannot keep up with. Like, mm-hmm. I like for me, I don't. I'm asking myself this exact question. I ask me, and I'm trying to make sense of it every day because okay. I grew up in a world where you know every the, the normal state of things was like a man, you know, taking care of his family, his wife, his kids. While yeah. my situation was a bit unique, where it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like a man, and my mom wasn't doing anything. She was a housewife. I still yeah. saw that around me, right? So that's what I grew up with. Then I leave nigeria and come to the western world and i'm exposed to like a billion ways a family can be and mm. a billion ways men can be so and it, and it's also changing in so many ways like like a good example would be like you know with the feminist movement and everything and that's whole that's coming to the forefront of the cultural conversation like yeah. women are no longer what women wear like in those times women and more women are it's not perfect by any means but like you yeah. know the, the, the standards are changing yeah. so it's like think about it now it's like it's it, in in 2021 it's different men are no longer you know the only ones that are high earners in society yeah it's like the 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 graph is is changing it's becoming more equal so what it means to be a man is actually also changing so i don't know that i have a like perfect answer to it but i think my innate you know, primal instincts to still take care of people, to still be like a, you know, the protector type vibe is still there. Like that hasn't gone away. Yeah. But I think it's a question I'm still asking myself. Like I want to at some someday have a family that I can take care of. And I know that whatever that's going to be, I need to, you know, think about how it will work dynamically. But I feel like it's constantly changing. And I I, yeah. it, I can't give you like a perfect dictionary answer this is what it means to be a man to be honest like it's super hard and i feel like it's different for everyone too there's no right or wrong answer it's just like looking within yourself of what you think manhood is right yeah well i think it it is definitely responsibility like that's that's all i'll say would be the most important one it's like to be a man is to be to be responsible that's what i'll say it's like for every for for everything that matters to you so family you know, friends, your immediate community mm. is, you know, not waiting for things to happen, but taking on, you know, responsibility. Yeah. The, the more you take on, I think, you know, the more it reinforces what it means to be a man. And it's also okay to not feel okay and, yeah. you know, be stressed and all those things. But I'll say that's the main core thing about manhood for me is 
just the idea of responsibility. Yeah, that's good. And, you know, stopping yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But I said, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, for me, um, I would say being a man is, and I guess my definition is more traditional because that's my more my mindset. Yeah. Um, I'll say, if I was to use one word, well, not one word, I'll say, or one phrase, I would say, um, being a man is like handling business, you know? Mm. Being a man yeah. is like, it's leadership. Okay. It's making sure that the physical environment is okay and there's emotional balance. Mm. For example, there's a fire and everyone is going haywire. No, no flow intended. But um, <laughs> I was waiting. Drop a little rap. <laughs> no. I, was going here, like, I was waiting for that. Okay. I'll say, as a man, like your responsibility is to make sure that everything is calm and that fire is taken care, taken um, care of. Yeah. You know, in society today, the people that take your take out the garbage, I want to say ninety five, at least ninety five percent are men. You know. Mm-hmm. That's because what I've seen from manhood is we, we decide to do the dirty jobs that no one wants to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So for me, manhood is doing what what needs to be done, regardless of how you feel, you know. Okay. Um. Yeah. So essentially, taking action. Taking action, regardless of how you feel, but just because yeah. the outcome at the end of the day is is positive for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So final question. This kind of relates to the to the previous one. What does masculinity mean to you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you can take a minute to think about it. Like I'll just, just I'll play there's no right or wrong answer. <laughs> like I'm I want to learn from you guys. I want to think like a man. <laughs> Honestly. Masculinity is an energy, right? Okay. Um, and there's femininity. You know, we're both, I might be sidetracking, but femininity and masculinity is a yin and a yang, you know? Like, okay. Together. So masculinity is like that strong arm in my, in my, in my understanding. Yeah. With that very strong energy, you know? Um. Man, I don't know how to put this without without getting into trouble. Yeah, I I, I think so. Yeah, the best way I, to yeah, I I think I know where you're going with this. It's like those like virtues are associated with men, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, just say what comes to your mind, man. Everyone is. Yeah, everyone I, I think it's it's hard to it's hard to explain it in, yeah. in, in with like words because it's it's big ideas like this is better like if, if somebody made a, a piece of art to explain it to be mm. more potent than whatever words that we use because abstraction is just better to explain these type of things but what yeah. i would say is i think masculinity is is like like Bessa said it's like strong it's firm it's yeah. like you know and like not in a tyrannical abusive way like it's assertive mm. you know yeah. it's um it's just like you know basic yeah. taking on the unknown you know like just willing to you know do what needs to be done like blessed said like it's mm. like just sacrifice responsibility those two words come to mind when i think about masculinity it's like yeah. sacrificing you know pleasures in front of you 
for yeah. the long goal and for other people around you. So that's that's the masculine energy to me. That's what it means to me. Yeah, Bless and the yin and yang example was okay. perfect because you know in i sorry to cut you off i just i think no, about it in artistic terms and basically what it is is like a disc white um a white circle in the black space and a black mm-hmm. circle in the white space they are meant to just fit and create yeah. the balance so yeah exactly like it is the yin and yang for sure yeah. I agree. yeah i was going to even add to that like I think what I, I got from what you said is basically like it's different. Like with the virtues now, for example, um, let's say courage or boldness is different when a man expresses that than to like when a woman expresses that. Like there's no, I don't know how to properly explain it, but then you, I feel like you would know yeah. when it's something like courage, you would know when there's like, okay, the masculinity side of it and then the fem femme what's the word femininity <laughs> side of Maybe it we're just creating words yeah yeah <laughs> masculinity side but whatever yeah i can tell email is a true artist eh? yeah yeah i think i, I tend to think about everything yeah. I, yeah i'm just going to be agreeing with abel because he just he has a way of explaining things i'm just like yeah that's what i was meaning to say by just the words you know, I mean, sometimes words are words are limiting, really, when you're trying to explain emotion, because yeah. like words are very logical. It's like if I say rubbish and the sentence is not logical, it's not going to make sense to you. Mm-hmm. If I paint something or drew something that was trying to describe the emotion, it would be, I don't know, it would hit your core faster than me trying to put those words together. And you can always misinterpret words if I, depending on my tone, yeah. I'm shouting, if you know, so. Some yeah. things are just, you know, words, words can kind of, That's why Twitter is, you know, the wild address. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, like, taking, taking up from where you stop, like, if I was to use one word to define masculinity, I would, I would either say a rod or like a strong arm. Okay. If I was to define femininity, I would, I would say water, you know? Mm, I like and not, not even yeah. in a toxic way because no, it's different yeah. right there's masculinity and then there's the toxic side of it oh yeah 100% in yeah. the same yeah. Yeah. Right? but I guess like you said words can't explain it but mentally I have a picture of what I want to say yeah. just... and there's nothing even wrong with saying it's like strong arm like what you said there's nothing wrong with that because for me if i were to explain it like that well not explain it but if i were to say a word to describe it that will probably be it um but yeah and the reason why strong will come across to people as you know people you know because strong kind of implies you know some sort of perverse you know use of your power Mm. but strong can be good so yeah. it's like yeah. we we live in a world now where we even have to think about what we're saying. Like to say strong Honestly. is almost saying like you're trying to be perverse or be abusive, yeah. but it's not that. Like it's good to be strong. You don't want weak people around yeah. you. You want yeah. strong people in your corner. You know. True. Would yeah. you say? Would you also use the word dominant to describe it or no? Um, I think for me, dominant would be on a, on a case to case basis. Okay. I've seen you know because if it's like as a masculine trait, there is. Probably in general, if you take an average, probably yeah. more dominant than 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 women, feminine. Yeah. But not all men are dominant. Like some men are more 
they're dominant in a different way that, that yeah. is not like out there they're not making noise shouting they're just more laid back reserved but they're still very masculine you know so okay. uh, dominant is you not know, like very effective to explain the range what strong is like strong is a little bit better but definitely dominance is is one of those traits for sure okay that's good well, well thank you guys this was a good conversation yeah, yeah, my own general like closing remarks like we're ending i just think like what you're doing is amazing like i've always believed that like you don't know everything we all have biases that we didn't even beg to have just based yeah. on your life experiences they are just yeah. built in because you see the world through the lens of all your experiences and what i and what i really appreciate the medium of podcasting is that instead of like you know sound bites of things everywhere or you know 140 words without context like you can actually have a long-form conversation with someone to kind of extract what they really think yeah. so like i was very you know happy to do this with you guys and i i like the fact that we had this conversation because i think it's it's what we need like to be more yeah. open to see how people think what they really think why they think yeah. what they think instead yeah. of just drawing like straight up conclusions from something you see like I like man like the mainstream media is a bloody mess like it paints the world like it's just two halves of everything and you have mm-hmm. to pick a side you know so yeah like this this is amazing I just want to commend like what you're doing and thank you really so inspiring much. and good yeah for sure um can I make a closing remark too yes you can go ahead so um yeah I just wanted to say like men and women like we're not we're not on opposing sides right mm-hmm and I feel like social media, especially Twitter, tries to create that divide of like, oh, men versus women. We're not against women, you know. Yeah. Men, like, we want to stand in our masculinity, in our masculine frame, but we still love and respect women, you know. Yeah. I've seen, I've, seen I've, I've met guys, we're not out here like, oh, I'm the man and these women are our subordinates, you know. Mm. That's the image I see being portrayed on and like on like social media, it's like, oh, we hate women and we don't, you know, we don't. Embracing your masculinity does not mean hating women. You know? So yeah. 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 And life will suck without women. I don't want to be in that life. So I don't know yeah. anybody yeah. saying about hating women. We need it's each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thank you. Things were said and I were done. Things were said and I were